Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of SEC Update Live. We're coming to you on the road. We are in normal Illinois at Medici's, and we have a chock-full lineup tonight. With us is, uh, well, first of all, I'm your host, Tosh Trogan, and I've got my trusty number two, Trogue, Trogue, how's it going? It's going very well and very excited for our on-site tonight. We're going to have shock full of guests tonight. A lot you will enjoy, and uh, we got some good knowledge coming your way. That's it. That's what it's all about. I can't go too far into the show without introducing our guest host, and this is a very, very special host. She is University of Missouri graduate and the only. SEC guest, SEC graduate we have ever had. Ladies and gentlemen, Annie Crane. Annie Crane, welcome. Hello. <laughs> not necessarily important to lean into the microphone. I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure what that was about. Uh, it's, it's interesting to have Annie on here because she's had a brief career in radio. She's a legitimate SEC-er. And she will add legitimacy to the podcast this week by being that SEC live person. Absolutely. But I am very thankful that facts are optional on this podcast. And that was a real reason that I felt called to be able to... Facts are optional. So you did... You did your show prep. Facts are optional. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I don't go on a show without prepping first, and, you know, that's why I do what I do. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, thanks for being here. It's great having you, Annie. So, uh, you know what? Since you are the only SEC graduate we've ever had, um, you know, we've got things we want to get to, but uh, why don't you talk to us a little bit about your SEC experience? We're looking at football. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So football's still in season. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty right before we get into basketball. You know, sadly, Mizzou's out of, you know, commission right now, but we're really looking at Bama, Bulldogs, and that's going to be a great game. No matter whether your SEC school is playing in that game or not, we support the SEC all together. We'll be watching that game. So what are your thoughts about uh, – Possibly two teams from the SEC in the CFP players. Oh, I think there's no doubt that there will be two SEC. We know that's the most competitive football that we have, real close to the Big Ten. Do you see a two-loss Alabama team getting in? Uh, I don't. No. Okay. So they have to beat Georgia. I really feel like Georgia's gonna go ahead and take this one. Okay. So you guys are like jumping miles ahead. Because <laughs> we're not at the we're not at the game prediction segment yet. Oh, okay. So oh, yeah, yeah. slow your roll, Trove. I mean, come on now. I got a window to bet at. Come on now. <laughs> I thought you were off the betting window. I've is heard that, that. Is that not the case? I've heard that. I'm coming off the big victory on last night's uh, NFL game. Congratulations. So. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So Annie, tell us. Uh, what is the game day experience in Kobo? Oh, game day experience. There's and this is, hang on, this is your game day experience. Yeah, absolutely. I can go ahead and go over my game day experience. Uh, I wasn't a sorority at what FCC school. And um, we on game time. There oh, is. hang on, hang on, hang on. You just kind of glossed over the fact that you were in a sorority. Which sorority? I was a Gamma Phi Beta at Mizzou. So, okay. so is this Gamma Phi Beta, Red Hot Tomato, blah, blah, blah? No, I, I believe that's an Indiana State thing, which is way, uh, <laughs> way out of my 
That's like in the 80s, That's right? kind of, yeah. That's a, a little too far gone. We're in the SEC. We don't really go by that. We do a lot more seriously than that. Um, you know, game day, though, there is nothing like the fall. Uh, yeah, I remember my freshman year, really hard to get a, a handle on what game day really means. You think you can just wear a Mizzou t-shirt and jeans, but it's not the dress code. You really, really? Have, to, you have to subscribe to the dress code. The what boots. is the dress code? Oh, boots, dress, gold earrings, in your colors, but not supporting your team. But it is a, ni a nice attire. For a football game. Formal attire. So you're really? saying show up, Annie, show up. about this in your tail? Yeah. As I gave up, I bet I didn't wear my tiger ears at all times. Not because I wanted to. I was required. So, okay. So you're dressing up all nice and formal. Does that mean there's no tailgating on the sorority uh, side, or what? Not at all. They're, the tailgating, I mean, you dress up to get messed up. <laughs> a new tagline on the show. Wow, dress up to get messed up. I see that as a neck tattoo. <laughs> Excellent. Back so, hang on, hang on, turn around. Oh, there it is. I see it. Hell yeah. No, we have a great time. Depending on your age, uh, kind of depends. Uh, how you tailgate. You may tailgate at fraternities. If you are a Mizzou, uh, what we call a legacy, and your parents are Mizzou alum, you may go tailgate with your parents for a little bit. And then uh, if you're a loser, you go to the game. If not, you head to the bars downtown and you watch the game, kind of, in and between then, shots. Okay, so if you have tickets in hand, though. Sell them. <laughs> Even if your parents bought them for you? Sell them. Yeah, There's right. always a profit to be made for bombs to be taken. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> there you have it. Excellent. Okay. What's a so what's a post game? Post game. Oh. Um. Post game looks a, uh, different by age. Post game. You know, when you're young, you're a freshman. You're a cream of the crop. You know, you live can that go, life. Yes, you can go for a while. You can. It, it matters a lot what time the game was. 12 o'clock games were rough. 7 o'clock games were great. Uh, you know, as I became older, I became one that could not make it out past the game. And I don't know if I want to take that as a strength or a weakness because was it a strength that I was so motivated about the day in the game that I couldn't make it in the night? Or was it a weakness that I didn't make it I think it's I think it's a day-to-day -day thing, right? I know. I mean, you, I, it really is all about perception. It is about perception. Trogue, nice. thoughts on that? That's, uh, that's pretty, uh, I'm pretty intense information. Well, I will say that in my experience, and I'm sure you would say the same thing, nobody pre-games like the SEC. I mean, we Big Ten pre-game forever, and then we had our first SEC experience, and it was unlike anything we'd ever seen. So, Annie brings great insight into the fun of being a student at an SEC university. I'm sure, I'm sure it's a lot better than she's telling us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel like my parents can uh, hold true to that, how much fun they had. Um, unfortunately, a lot of my family members didn't want to come visit me, and uh, I completely understand that, and I understand that decision that they made. You know, it is a long trek, uh, a lot of fun, though, that they missed out on. So, yeah, I mean, I've had experience with, uh, you know, Big Ten tailgating, Missouri Valley tailgating, uh, Gateway tailgating. Uh, nothing compares to the SEC. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's go ahead and take our first break.
and uh, we'll come back right after these messages. This is SUL. Let's, let's let this roll a little bit. Right. We love Def Leppard. We, oh, we love Def Leppard. Absolutely. Great album, Hysteria. Let's just let this go. Excellent. Saw, this, saw them on this tour at the, uh, the state fairgrounds. Oh, my God. Sat in the top row and uh, just got rained on. But I was... Great thing, I was with uh, Jana Skelton and uh, Deb Matuga and oh Jody Hevel. How did so, that happen? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that wow. was crazy. That was crazy. I was in Germany for that tour and they were coming to Munich to play in the big soccer stadium. And I remember it was February, I want to say it was 88, I think, that they were coming. And, uh, I didn't about go. right. I didn't go. Oh, I don't man. know why. I wish I would have. Yeah. Oh no. That was awesome. That was awesome. So, all right. Welcome back to segment number two here at uh, SEC Update Live, and we are ready to get into. Uh, we're waiting for a call from. Dylan Troglin to join us here on the show to get uh, DT's update of the week. Hey, we've got her. Hey, Bug, how's it going? Good. So what do you got for us this week, Bug? We've got the SEC Championship, uh, Georgia, Alabama. Lay it on us. There's only one right answer to this, and I think we all know that. you got to tell us. Roll Tide. Roll oh, Tide. So, are you saying it's going to be a straight-up win, or is that going to be, are they going to cover the six and a half? Uh, I don't know if they're going to cover. Well, they're getting, Alabama's getting six and a half points. Uh, I think it's going to be close. Okay. All right. That's a pretty. That's that's a bit of pretty bold pick, Bug. I like it though. I like it. Yeah. So, you got anything else? Uh, you know, for the parlay, or are we just going with one game this week? Uh, I guess we could talk about some of the non-SEC games. Yeah, absolutely. This is kind of a tough week for us, right? I saw them on the TV while I was at physical Baylor because I was with them all the way through the NCAA uh, basketball tournament uh, in the spring, so I want them to win. I feel like Oklahoma State is just gonna, I don't know, feel like they have like a secret cannibal fest and they're about to open on Baylor. 
Nice, nice. Yeah, that was a great pick for you in the basketball tournament. <laughs> I, I was, I was witness for that. So. All right, so we got Bama and we've got the Cowboys. Got an another one for us this week. There you go, yeah. Yep. Cincinnati and Houston. I'm going to go for Cincinnati. I mean, they're right next door. And uh, I don't know. Their record's just a little bit better. I think we can pull out a win. So let me, let me ask you about that game. Cincinnati is giving 10.5 points. So Houston gets 10.5. You see Cincinnati winning by more than that? Okay. All right. All right. So uh, lock that in. You've got Alabama, Oklahoma State, and Cincinnati all covering this week. All right. That's good, Bug. So, uh, so what's going on with you this week? You got anything uh, you want to update the subscribers on? This is exciting. This is very exciting. SUL is breaking the news. Dylan is committing to Marion University. That's great news. That's great news. We're very excited for you. Congratulations, Dylan. Thank you. Excellent. The good news on that is you'll be easy to find for next year's edition of SUL. Exactly. <laughs> and just so, remember, you can't bet on your own soccer game. Thank, yeah. thank God. Yeah, your role as a betting expert might get suspended for four years. <laughs> so, you know, hang in there. But yeah. we, will be, we will be able to reach out to you for entertainment purposes only. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> so uh, we, we do have uh, Missouri graduate Annie Crane here as guest host this week, uh, Bug. Okay, what's with this voice? Stop this voice. This is how you really invite the guests. <laughs> right on. We, we've had to keep, try to keep Annie in her lane. She's trying, to, she's trying an SUL takeover, and we're just not having it. She can't pull a Dylan. What the hell? <laughs> All right, Bug. Well, thank you for the breaking news. You're welcome. Sorry Excellent. Cool to announce it. That's most that's most exciting. And uh, you know, as always, thank you uh, for calling in on the uh, Allegiant IT hotline. <laughs> thank you for having we always me. like that. You always you always bring legitimacy to the show. Amen. Absolutely. Right on. And congratulations on Mary and Bug. That's awesome news. Congratulations, and uh, thank you for letting SUL break that news. Thank you for letting me break the news on SULs. <laughs> All right. We'll talk All to right, you Bug. soon. All right. Love you, dear. Talk to you later. Love you. All right, Trogue. That's pretty exciting. That's incredibly exciting. I, I was getting a little nervous. I thought she was waiting a little bit uh, to see if something else was going to come along, but... This is going to be perfect for her. Yep, this is uh, this is nice. This yep. is nice. So, uh, you know, more breaking news from SUL. I mean, what else can you want? You are a premium subscriber. You expect 
premium content. You get premium content. This is why you subscribe. And you cannot spell S-U-L without you. Exactly. <laughs> All right, we're going to take another break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to dive into uh, predictions. And uh, we have a very special guest joining us. And uh, we'll hit you back on the back into this break. This Content-heavy night tonight. This is S-U-L. Welcome back, everyone, to SUL segment number three tonight. And Loaded. Again, Loaded tonight. we're coming at you live from Normal, Illinois at Medici's. And Trogue, how's your night going so far? Oh, my gosh. It's been incredible. We're having a great time. We're getting some great service here from the, the folks at Medici's. Kenzie's taking care of us. And uh, we're, we're just having a great time tonight. What are you, what are you sipping on over there? I have got the left hand milk stout. I have no idea who makes it, but it's very good. Left hand, that's the brewery name. Okay, that's who the brewery is, left hand. And I that, do know who the brewery and is. And that's why Troke is in the two seats. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, well, I am super fired up to introduce our next guest. And this is uh, just someone that happened to be uh, wandering in the bar. This, and we're going out of pocket here, ladies and gentlemen. This is Vance from March, March to, the, to Arch. the Arch podcast. <laughs> so we are bringing a real podcaster to the show. So <laughs> holy shit, we have some legitimacy. Hey, thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having me, uh, Tosh. Really excited to join um, this uh uh, this outfit you have going here. <laughs> outfit. And, yeah, that's the best way to describe it. <laughs> this is an outfit. Yes. <laughs> tell you that. Excellent. Vance, so um, tell us what you got going on, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I cover all things Missouri Valley Conference hoops. Uh, this is the third season the March Large podcast has been underway. Um, I am a Saluki grad, so I'm joined oh! by a couple of... Uh, Sighthound. Yep, so um, good thing is we have a good coach with us right now with Brian Mullins in his third season, whereas I know your Sycamores have a new coach with uh, Coach Schertz joining from uh, D2 Lincoln Memorial. Yeah. Um, having a good season. Uh, the Sycamores are a interesting team in the Missouri Valley Conference this season. They were picked ninth in the preseason. Um, however, they have a style of play that I think the Missouri Valley will not be ready for, and that showed in the opening night game where the Sycamores went on the road to Loyola, and they actually were only down a couple points at halftime and took the defending champion Loyola Ramblers. Um, really, they lost by about uh, 12, but it was a whole game. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, I watched some of the Ball State game, and man, they just got rolled in that game. They, uh, so... It's, it's an interesting, like, ball. I don't understand how they lost that game the way they did. Um, so the way that I really like the Indiana State Sycamores this year is they are going to get a lot of shots up and a lot of possessions. Um, okay. That's when I say the style of play the Valley won't be ready for. It kind of seems to mean. be where things are trending, right? It is. Um, but the Missouri Valley is a defense-heavy uh, league. You had Loyola in the top ten in defensive um, efficiency last year. Um, you know, S Southern Illinois, my Salukis are known for Fuller Bar and U. So it's really um, a style that will be interesting to see how it plays over an 18 game uh, conference season. Sure, sure. So um, a lot of SUL subscribers were sad to see uh, Greg Lansing let go. So what can you tell us about uh, you know the new guy there in uh, Terre Haute? I think it's important to note not let go, contract not. Um, 
continued. Okay. Um, because okay. I think that's important to know because we are all Greg Lansing fans. You know what, Vance? Here on SUL, facts are optional. That's, so, that's, uh, if we say let go, then you know what? Just let go. Okay, all right. Uh, fun Greg Lansing story for you. I went to Arch Madness last year, um, and, and the writing was on the wall. This was going to be his last Arch Madness unless he won it. Um, and so I get out of my car, I park at the hotel I'm staying at, I'm with my co-host who's not with me tonight, Baker, shout out Baker. Um, we walk down. Well, we have a guest host tonight, Annie. Yeah, so, I've yeah. got Annie next to us here, but my co-host is not here, Baker. <laughs> We're walking down the streets of St. Louis and the first person we see, two Missouri Valley Conference hosts, walking down the street, first person we see is Greg Lansing. What a nice, guy. Nice, nice, nice. Well, you know what, it's, uh, I respected what he's done in Terre or what he did in Terre Haute. To me, seemed like a great fit for the Sycamores. Looked like he enjoyed being there. Um, I thought that was a, kind of a guy that would be there for 20 plus years. He knew who he was. He knew what he had, and he knew it was a battle in Indiana to recruit against IU, Purdue, uh, Evansville, even, and then getting into Illinois. Absolutely. You know, things like that. Um, so, and he was always willing to battle. So, it's just one of those things where it seemed like someone in the, you know, athletic department, boosters, whatever, uh, you know, thinks the Sycamore should be at a certain level. I mean, he was what we thought a consistent winner. Yep. Um, but, it's, know. it's interesting to know at that point, too, because I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Lansing was that stable guy at Indiana State. I mean, he, like, we talk about Missouri Valley coaches, we talk about Jacobson out of uh, Northern Iowa, and sure, now DeVries, who's going to use it, Drake. You know, we like those tenure there. And the interesting thing with Indiana State, which I think really um, why you see the reaction from Tosh and uh, alumni from Andy. Um, and Andy from Indiana State, is that Indiana State has the lowest athletic budget in the Missouri Valley Conference. Really? And it has always okay. gone against them. So you talk about those recruiting things. Do that on top of you have the lowest athletic budget in your conference. So That's a battle. It's, it's a huge battle. And so I don't understand. I, I didn't think the status quo was that bad in Terre Haute. Yeah, 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 I get that. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's too bad. Um, so tell us, uh, you know, what do you see in the Valley this year? Yeah, this year it's a, it's kind of a four-horse team after non-conference. I think it's really turning into a maybe two- or three-horse uh, league. Uh, Loyola and Drake are going to be the names that people will uh, need to know from the Missouri Valley Conference. So I hate to interrupt you, but so Loyola still looking good. Um, after their coach moved on. Yes, Porter Moser going on to Oklahoma. He is a Sooner. Uh, they promoted their associate head coach, Drew Valentine, uh, to Loyola. Um, this will be Loyola's last year in the Missouri Valley Conference because they will Sad be. Sad to see them leave, right? Yes, they will be moving on to the Atlantic 10. And uh, as we know, the, the Valley is going to add Belmont from Nash out of Nashville to the Valley next year. Um, Not a horrible addition. No, a very good addition. Uh, Belmont, NCAA team. NCAA team, and they've actually taken uh, two games from Valley schools this year already. <laughs> nice. So, okay. um, it's a, it's a, it's gonna be it's a good ad for us. Obviously, we didn't want to lose Loyola, but it makes sense this year. Um, the other two teams that people should know are Missouri State, um, who lost their opening uh, Valley game to Bradley, and then Northern Iowa, um, who has the preseason player of the year in AJ Green. AJ Green, yeah, look out for that guy. Okay, good deal, excellent. Um, so Vance, why don't you tell us a little bit about? Uh, 
your podcast. Yes. And, uh, let's get it out there. Absolutely. Um, I am uh, from the March of the Arch podcast. Me and my co-host, uh, Baker, we put out a podcast um, once or twice a week in conference uh, season. We're in that once a week uh, schedule right now. And we really do it from a fan perspective. We're not beat writers. We are not affiliated with any school. We are truly fans of I am a Saluki. He's an Illinois State grad. But I have fun fact for you here. Arch Madness is the longest-running single-site conference tournament in the country. Uh, actually, second, I should say that. After the Big East, because they've been in Madison Square Gardens. We've been in St. Louis for 31 years now. I have been to 29 oh or 30 of those. I love it. Um, because my, fa- my family is a big SIU family, and we've been going since I was in diapers. Um, that's hence crazy. how I have that streak. And so um, that's what you can expect from us is Missouri Valley Conference talk from Missouri Valley Conference fans. Okay, what's the name of it again? March to the Arch Podcast. March to the Arch. I love it. I love it. I'm right here, and if you follow, if you have Spotify, you can follow easily. Just type in March to the Arch. I'm on it. We got it. Also, right. you can check us out on Twitter at March Arch Pod, <laughs> or my yes. co-host is March Arch Baker. If you want all the news, talk, and takes from the Missouri Valley Conference. Well, we will link that on uh, our our apps, the uh, the, <laughs> the What Up apps, What Up Soccer Mom apps, and <laughs> Dad Squad app. Oh my gosh! Hey, this is what you get on on uh, live live broadcasting. All right, Vance, this has been awesome. Thank, thank you, you so for having much. Me. Yeah, thank you for joining us. All right, and uh, have a hell of an NBC season. All right, there you go, subscribers. I mean, going out of pocket with Missouri Valley Conference basketball trope. How many times do we have to tell you? You get extra content here. You pay for content, you're going to get content. Beyond what we advertise, you have to listen to get the content. And you have to subscribe. You have to subscribe. Absolutely. And I think what we're going to do, Vance has allowed us to uh, allow folks to get the discount code with the uh, Laura Rutledge in when you... uh, Yeah, so discount code Laura Rutledge. Yes, when you follow. When you follow is also, that will get you a month free of premium content on... Bars to the Arch. Be there. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. We'll take a break, and we'll come back with yet another guest. This is SUL. Oh. You love that, don't you? And, and the guy that does it, he has one arm. One arm. It's amazing. Okay, yeah, Def Leppard. Def Leppard is, uh, they're, they're legit. They're all right. All right, folks, welcome back to SUL. This is segment number four, which we've never had, Trump. Never had four segments, and I can tell you we've never had such a loaded, loaded guest show like we've had tonight. It's insane, amazing. Insane content. Thank and you, Bloomington Normal, Illinois, for welcoming the road show. Live, live at Medici's here. Yep. And uh, continuing on with our chock full guest list. Uh, we're joined again for the last segment with our guest host that disappeared for a while, Annie Crane. Annie, how's your night going? Hello. Okay, stop that. Just, how's your night going? Can we get there? It's going great. Having a great time with family. Uh, it is a little bit hard for me being in Illinois State in the Missouri Valley. You know, it doesn't feel like home for me, but I, you know, 
it is good to be with family. Okay, but you're our SEC rep, so just roll with it, right? Absolutely. Okay, we love it. Yep. All right, so we are joined here with um, SEC subscriber, premium. long time premium. premium subscriber, long time reader, reader, listener, short time subscriber, first time appearance, and first time appearance. <laughs> the father of our special guest tonight, Andy Crane. Ladies and gentlemen. And the bride. Todd Crane. Yeah. yeah. How are you doing? How are we doing? Wow. Glad to be on this show, man. Todd, welcome. I mean, it's been a long time coming. Oh, love I mean, it. You've been with us from the start, and uh, we know that you're, you know, a little bit of a, a you know, I don't know, a Big Ten honk. Honk. <laughs> but uh, but you 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 participated in the SEC throughout your travels. Um, you know, with me, with UK, with Annie, and Mizzou. So uh, hey, welcome. What do you? How are you? Hi, hey, doing great, having a great time tonight. And Trump, just like I said, love SEC. Um, I love good sports, right? And SEC is a great conference. You see a lot of sports. So, and, and of course, you know, when uh, Annie was at Mizzou, I even took it on more because I saw the tradition of SEC sports. That, that's what got me more than anything. And you'll never see it with any other conference. You know, what's funny is, uh, you know, I touched on this earlier um, that uh, you know I've had experience with Big Ten tailgating uh, different venues, and there's nothing like SEC tradition. And all, a lot of my buddies are uh, Big Ten honks, and they just don't get it. It, it, it means more. It, it, it does. The slogan by SEC Network when they say it means more. It just does. Yeah. And, and they don't get it. You just have to go and feel it. It's almost like a formal process. And I think Andy was talking about it earlier in an earlier segment. But, I mean, it is, it's fun. And there's just a lot of excitement going on. I can remember one year, you know, which you guys probably wouldn't be surprised by, Andy leaves Lisa and I to before an SEC football game at Mizzou. But all we did is we just traveled around from sorority to sorority to make sure we got some Natty Lights. Natty Lights! Yes. Oh, my God. Nothing I, tastes like an SEC dang, dang game like a Natty Light. Yeah. Uh, uh, what? So you guys are bougie like that is what oh you're saying. Oh, my. Okay. That's the only thing. You might get a Bush Light. I have upgraded to Bush Light, and I do love me a Bush Light because that's where I am in life. Or in Missouri, you call it Bush Latte. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember years ago when uh, the Wildcats would be whipping up on the Tigers, and I would text Annie, and I think the response more than once was, we're losing, time to start boozing. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Which I, goes right along with dressed up. To get messed. <laughs> I mean, are we off base here, Annie, or what? No, I think that's pretty accurate. And, you know, we did join the SEC a little late. We were uh, a Big 12 school, and then we joined the SEC, and you just kind of have to find your place in there. And finding your place means just, you know, uh, bringing attention to your school. And, you know, we only know how to do that in one one way. And we had a great time. And like I said before, you know, I had a great time, but... You know, sometimes my parents were worried about me and how I was doing at SEC school, but then they came and they saw all my friends and they saw how amazing I was doing compared to all my friends. So here's a question. 
so I know one of the traditions for the football team is to uh, take a rock off the M. Do you own a rock? Did you steal one? No, I was too cool to own a rock. Oh, okay. Wow. So that's not, okay. That's not no. really a cool thing to do. All right. Okay. Good All right. deal. All right, Annie, thank you. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Annie's gone. When you're in demand, like Annie Crane, first of all, you have to slot time for SUL. And when that time is up, we were it's slotted. up. We were slotted. We were slotted. So we appreciate her being here, but her time here is done. For sure. Um, all right, guys. So let's let's talk conference championships. Big weekend. We haven't gotten there. Um, so we've got, uh, you know, so... There are big games, and there are relevant games. Are those the same, or is there a difference? There is a difference. And po- my, 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 my point being, the Big Ten game, is that a big game, or is that a relevant game, or is it just a big game? Yeah, I think it's both. I, I think it depends upon the team you're talking about. Honk. Honk. <laughs> are there some ducks around here? Hey, hey. All right, Todd, go ahead. Well, I'm just, no, the reason I think it, it's certainly a critical game, I mean, for Michigan, relevant game for Iowa is how I kind of look at that. I mean, Iowa wins, they're not getting into CFP. Michigan wins, they're getting in, right? So, you know, I think we'll see how it goes. So will uh, Jim Harbaugh beat Ohio State finally, lose to Iowa, and get fired <laughs> in the same season? <laughs> That's a full plate for Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> I tell you what. That's a lot you know, going on in a two-week period. I, I think it's a great question. Uh, number one, because I think this is that that game that could sneak up on them and bite them in the butt. You know, they beat Ohio State. They're, they're in the top four in the CFP, and they're, they're looking ahead, and they forget about Iowa. Iowa... You know, yeah, got good their, record. Got is their it? ass whipped by the Boilermakers. I know. But the Boilers played well. I mean, they, they, they competed with a lot of their games. So, I don't know. But, but it seems like Iowa tailed off pretty quickly at the very beginning. We, seen, you know, you kind of wait. You kind of think Harbaugh's going to do Harbaugh things in this game, don't you? I don't know. You know, the one thing I think that he's got going on different, he brought in younger staff for his defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator. I think there's a different mentality, different energy. So I don't know. I don't know how much Har- maybe Harbaugh's let go a little bit, and maybe that's why they're 11 and one and going into the Big Ten championship instead of Ohio State. Is he still wearing khakis? Oh, Does anybody know Trobe? He, he is. is. I'm, I'm aware of khakis, and yes, he is still wearing them. <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't even know where you can get those anymore. That's that's uh, that's the biggest uh, Big Ten contribution Trobe's made all year. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Trobe, what do you think about that matchup? I, first of all, Michigan is getting 11 in this game. Ooh, I think. I, I, they're getting 11 or they're giving? They're giving 11. Oh, I thought Michigan. you said it's getting. Okay. I, I might have. I've been drinking. So, Michigan's what? giving 11. What? What? Wait. All right, I, go ahead. I think Michigan covers. I think it's easy. Easy Ooh, that Michigan dude, covers this 11? game. 11 points. All right, I'm going against. Okay. I, I, I like the Hawkeyes here because I, I still think Harbaugh is going to do Harbaugh things. And I said it. The second they took the two-touchdown lead with two minutes left, they're going to beat Ohio State and lose in the Big Ten Championship. I'll tell you what. I'm staying with that. Next week's SUL is going to be very interesting if that's what happens. But I'll tell you what. 
Um, our betting expert, uh, DT, didn't touch that game. Nope. Nope. So that there, does, there has to be a reason. That's right. That's has to be a reason. That does not go without notice. All right. Um, what do we got tonight, Trim? I know there's a game tonight. There's a game tonight. And let's see. No, wait. Hold on. I'm not there. So... The game that we have tonight is oh we got Oregon and Utah. So we're so it's the pack whack. <laughs> if anyone, whack twelve whack pack. <laughs> any of you subscribers, if you can That's hit why us I used up. I was doing the when I was in TV. <laughs> anyway. Hey, if you. <laughs> wow. is, I thought this was a PG it podcast. Is, it is. Oh, hey, hey, how are we ever going to get legitimate <laughs> talking about whacking our pack? <laughs> Subscribers, if you can hit us up and tell us the exact number of schools who are in the Pac-12, we'd love to hear from you. That is a one-month free premium subscription. If you can tell us how many teams are in the Pac-12. You'll get responses for sure. All right, so we got Oregon. Which This game's already going. This game is going, and this should tell you everything you need to know right here. Utah up 14 to nothing. We're still in the first quarter, and they have the ball. So, All right, let's move on. Yes. Yeah, we're done with whacking the pack. So one of the games that I like tomorrow that I think is under the radar because it, Todd talked about relevance. This game is not relevant, but is is interesting, and that is the Wake Forest Pittsburgh game. It's the ACC uh, championship. Pittsburgh is this East and West, or is it Legends and? Jeez, I, I think it's blue and red. Blue and red. Blue. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. Right, something blue like that. Dems and Republicans. Here we go. Pittsburgh and Wake Forest. Pittsburgh is a three and a half point favorite. I say. Okay, hang no on for a second, Trump. Do we know where this game is? We're gonna find out. So off the cut, nobody knows. I don't know where. I do not either. ACC, probably North Carolina Charlotte. somewhere. Thank you. Charlotte, North Carolina. Boom! There you go. Should have been. There you go. So I, I'm, I'm definitely taking Wake Forest in this game, or I may take the over. There's gonna be a lot of points. What is the over? In this game, the over is. Oh my God! It's 71. Oh. That's a big over. That's I'm a big over. over. That's, a, that's a Canadian football league over. <laughs> we talked about that. We did. We did. We talked about it early. So who, who do you like? You like the over and... I like, I, I like the over, but I'm more convinced that Wake Forest is going to cover the three and a half. I think, I think Wake Forest on the money line is... Cash money. Okay. Wow. All right. Wow, I, like um, I gotta say, I, I I don't know anything about this, yeah. so I'm I'm, I'm, pa- I'm passing. I'm buying. Todd's buying. I'm, I'm buying. passing. Excellent. What are you looking at tomorrow, Tosh? Your big game. Um, well, obviously, I'm looking at the uh, CCC. Absolutely. Uh, why absolutely. not? I mean, Georgia, Alabama. I mean, this has been on a crash course. Since day one, this has been a crash course since last year, and you know it—it it, it was in doubt for a second. I mean, there was a, there was a period where uh, mathematically, just a couple of weeks ago, four teams could have won the West. Um, Alabama comes out of it, but you know what? Uh, Georgia just looks absolutely. Unbeatable. I mean, they're playing uh, a backup quarterback. I mean, their main stud quarterback just cannot even get relevant time. And uh, Alabama's defense is porous at best. 
and you know, I, I just don't see uh, Alabama outscoring Georgia. Uh, you know, the run attack last week for Alabama against Auburn was uh, almost non-existent. We had a lot of drop passes. Uh, I'm not sure a week is enough time for Saban to clean that up. Uh, it seems like every week they move along, they've got something else to clean up. Penalties, drop passes, missed blocks, whatever, special teams. Um, I just think coming in against Georgia... Uh, it's just too tall of a task. Tosh, I'd have to agree with you. I think that uh, I think Alabama's ranking is based on history, not what they've done this season. They are not the dominant team that we've seen in past years, and I think Georgia is that team. Um, I I can see a, a serious beat down here. Um, so much so that you know, even yeah, they're they're number three. They were number two. They won and they dropped right. And I think yep, everybody sure else did. is seeing. That this team is not the teams of the past, so they ought to be fortunate there with that. I think Georgia takes them. I think they take them big. Yeah, um, I yeah. I just want to jump in on there. Um, I certainly can see more than a two touchdown victory. For the well, and that's that's why I like uh, you know Georgia is giving six and a half. I don't think that's going to be enough. I, I was very disappointed in the Alabama performance against Auburn, that game should never have been that close. No way. Um, and Tosh makes a great point as far as a week to clean things up for uh, a game against Georgia. It's not going to happen. Georgia has a defense that could hold most NFL teams to under seven points. And I don't. I just don't think that Alabama is going to have an answer for them. So I would, in this game, I'm taking Georgia on the money line. Georgia on the money line. Okay, that's probably not a big payer, though, right? Well, then take Georgia covering. (laughs) Okay. All right. So there you have it, guys. All right. Good deal. So let's bring in another special guest this evening. (laughs) No? There we go. All right. So so we have ourselves. um, I'll listen to you. So Josh. Okay. Josh is uh, past college coach. Yeah, yep. I have all the inside knowledge. Yep. <laughs> Josh, tell us a little bit about your background, where you where you were, what brings you here tonight. Yeah, so I was the greatest coach in the uh, history of the NCAA. That's what I'm talking much about. Yeah. Every sport. Um, and I legalize sports betting in the state of Illinois, so I, I have a lot of knowledge. In this, All right, Josh, in this, this is a legitimate podcast. Right, and now you're going around. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Yeah. So what what game are we hitting? So Josh was a swim coach <laughs> for <laughs> Illinois Wesleyan? State. Illinois, Illinois State. State. Yeah. Which Illinois goes State. which goes with our March to the Arch. Yes. So we've yes. got a tie-in. Yep. Okay. We have so, a tie-in so tonight. Josh was an assistant coach uh, for our swimming in the Missouri Valley. Yes. Josh, how was that? It was great. You know, there was a lot of competition, um, but, you know, Missouri State was pretty much the, the dog of, of the conference. And so from there, you just kind of you just kind of chase after them. That's it. So I'm trying to figure out how people that swim yeah. go to Missouri State. What draws them there? Yeah, that's a great question. We were asking ourselves the same question in recruiting. <laughs> um, and, you know, it turns out money does some wonders. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, I mean, oh. in the end, you're going to Missouri. Right. Right. Come on, no. You know, there was definitely no sliding of the money under the table. Okay. Uh, in no way. 
Uh, but if it did happen, it was happening there. Yeah. Well, we're not slandering anybody. No, no, no. no, 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 no. They were the straightest program I've ever been around. All right. Okay. Yes. Well, Josh, thanks for coming in. Yeah, anytime. Uh, yeah, it's awesome to have special guests. So, what we're doing tonight, yeah. we're trying to, you know, get predictions on the SEC championship game. You got away from it. You know what? I know you're not a uh, SEC guy, but right. uh, do you have any insight on the Georgia-Alabama game? Yeah, it's really not even going to be close. I think Georgia is going to run away with this. Uh, they have the greatest defense in the NCAA, and it's not even going to be really a ball game. I think at this point, you hit the under, you parlay it into the spread of minus six and a half for Georgia, and you take the money line for Georgia. If you could do it, you can't. But in a, in a great world, it's you all do it. about Georgia. Oh, I love it. I this love will it. not even be a contest. Excellent, excellent, Josh. Thank you so much yeah. for joining us on Anytime. the show. Fans, can Fans. we bring you back in for our uh, prediction on the uh, uh, SEC championships? As you know. At- this is our focus. Absolutely. Uh, Tomorrow's S- a big day for SUL. SUL, big day for the SUL podcast here. <laughs> um, if you're not laying the six and a half, you're dumb. Got to go with the Bulldogs. The hedges are rolling. That's and it. you gotta, you got to take the Bulldogs. Um, in Atlanta, I believe, is where this game is Yeah, that's played. correct. Yeah. Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Damn close to a home uh, game. Yeah, right? it is going to be a home game. The the dogs are gonna be barking. <laughs> the dogs are barking. You and heard this, it. This from a Saluki guy, so he knows when dogs. We can bark. know how dogs bark. <laughs> Hell yes, fans. Thanks again. All right, Trogue. So uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I think we have everybody's uh, predictions we on got, tape. We have everybody's predictions. We've had a great night here tonight. We've got Has this been great, an incredible show or what? Absolutely the best show. This is why you pay for the premium content. You got it. So <laughs> This is it. I mean, why else would you listen? I mean, I mean what else can we say? Medici's been a great host. We really appreciate Vance and be sure to follow his podcast. What a great name. March, March to the Arch. March to the Arch. I mean, the only better name is Arch, Arch Madness. Madness. Absolutely. So Vance has nailed the second best Missouri Valley name in the history of the Missouri Valley Conference. And they are the second oldest conference in the United States. So there you go. Hashtag it. Hashtag that shit, folks. Thanks a lot, Tosh. It's been fun, and we'll see you guys next week. I appreciate the good work tonight. I know it's been a chore chasing these guests down. And uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us once again. This is SUL, and we will see you next week. Out.